Hello and welcome to a revamped episode and revamped podcast. I renamed the podcast to the Raptors Community and NBA Podcast just to make it more relevant to me revamping my page on Instagram. And so I'm always going to talk about the Raptors for one segment of the episode and then I'm also going to talk about news in the NBA and always do a little some fun stuff too. So today we got a good episode for you. It is Sunday, February 24th, and it's 1.12 or 1.20 p.m. Eastern Time. So the Raptors play today at 3.30. They play the Magic, and let's get it going. So yesterday night, the Rockets beat the Warriors without Harden, and this was a good game where they actually looked like they were dominating the Warriors a fully healthy Warriors, too, to put it in perspective. They had Boogie Cousins in the lineup as well, who didn't play very bad. He played pretty good, actually. I think he had 12 points, 14 rebounds, something like that. So he got a double-double. And looking at watching this game, my big takeaway is that the Warriors are beatable this season. They have a few hotheads in Draymond Green and Boogie Cousins. Even though they definitely have the most collected talent in the NBA, they're not deep by any means as a team. They go maybe seven deep, which is pretty good, but it's not ideal. It's not like the Raptors where we're nine, ten deep and can put lots of bodies on superstar players. For them, it's completely different. I know this is just a regular season game, but the Rockets are 3-0 and against the Warriors this season in the regular season, and they beat them with a grit-and-grind fashion. They really take them down. They'll... Without Harden tonight, or yesterday night, they dominated the Warriors. They showed that they showed that talent isn't everything, that grit and grind and hard work can prevail. And though in a series, talent usually prevails, I think a team like the Rockets is showing that the Warriors are vulnerable this season to a team that's hungry. And I think the Rockets are hungry after losing in Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals last season. I think that they're coming for the Warriors' neck. And every other team is coming for the Warriors this year. And it's going to be a tough, tough playoffs for the Warriors. They're going to be going, at least this is what I hope as a fan and what I actually think. I think that they're going to run into some tough teams in either OKC, Denver, Houston, the Lakers potentially, and other teams like that. And I think they'll run into a team that will give them some problems in the second round and then in the conference finals as well. So I don't think it'll be an easy path to the finals and definitely not an easy path to the championship this year for the Warriors. Additionally, on the Eastern Conference side, you got the Raptors, the Celtics, the Sixers, and the Bucks, all of whom can make the playoffs, or sorry, can make the finals. So any of those four teams will propose a problem for the Warriors as well. So now for the second segment of today, second of three, I'm just going to do a little would-you-rather, an NBA would-you-rather on this this page called NBA Would You Rather on Instagram. So I'm just going to go through maybe 10 of these. Just some fun stuff. Let's just do it. First one is, would you rather be the owner of the Brooklyn Nets or Memphis Grizzlies? I don't think that's really a question. I think I'd rather be the owner of the Brooklyn Nets. You got Spencer Didwindy, Karis LeVert, D'Angelo Russell, as well as Jared Allen, a.k.a. The Fro. (laughs) So you actually have a really good future in this team. I don't see why... You'd want to be the Grizzlies. All they have is Jaron Jackson Jr., to be honest. And Marcus Gasol left. He's gone. Michael Connolly is 
most likely leaving. So I think this is a very easy question in the Brooklyn Nets. Would you rather be a famous celebrity who meets all-stars, a.k.a. Kevin Hart, or a role player like Sean Livingston? A famous celebrity who meets all-stars is definitely the better way to go. You'd make more money. You would probably enjoy yourself more. And you'd be doing something in addition. I know as a a lot of us would love to be basketball players in their career, and there's nothing wrong with being a role player by any means, but I'd rather be a Kevin Hart than a Sean Livingston, in my opinion. And for the next one is, would you rather have Goran Dragic or Isaiah Thomas on your team? Ooh, this is a tough one. I think when it comes to Goran Dragic, he's an average point guard in the NBA, a fringe all-star. Isaiah Thomas is, though he had that amazing season in Boston, he's a fringe, sorry, not a fringe, he's a spark plug player. He's a guy that can come out and score 20. And as a scorer, I think you're more recognized, so I'd rather be Isaiah Thomas. And he's also changed the game with his shooting, in a sense. He's shown that being small doesn't mean you can't be a superstar, and he had a season where he was a superstar. He averaged 30 points per game, I'm pretty sure, or somewhere near there. So he's definitely shown that small guys can be really, really successful in the NBA. And as a team, looking at them, if I was the owner, I would rather have Isaiah Thomas on my team in the sense that he can change a game. He could, he can win you a game in the playoffs. He can win you two games in the playoffs if he's healthy. And so, yeah, I'm definitely picking Isaiah Thomas if I had to choose between the two. So the next question is, in today's play style, would you rather build around Tim Duncan or Dirk Nowitzki? Given the today's playing style with shooting threes, I would definitely choose Dirk Nowitzki because he's a three-point shooter. And I don't think that's a question. I know Tim Duncan is good, but he's a low-post player, and low-post players have kind of gone extinct, in a sense, in today's game. But then there's another way to look at this. You can look at it like... Tim Duncan is a low-post player that can dominate most big men today, and he can punish you. Whereas Dirk Nowitzki isn't the greatest defender compared to Tim Duncan, and Dirk will give you the threes, and of course he'll be a superstar, but Tim Duncan will do it for you on both ends. And so if I had to choose one, I'm taking Dirk, given the play style of today's game, but... It's definitely close. Would you rather retire as a two-time MVP or a three-time champion? I'd rather be a two-time MVP because a two-time MVP means you are going down in the Hall of Fame. You were a superstar in your time like you were Steve Nash or you were Steph Curry. But... Steve Nash is the prime example of a two-time MVP that wasn't a three-time champion. Curry was both. So the picture in this question is deceiving, but if I were to choose, I'd rather be a two-time MVP because being a three-time champion means you could have been a role player. You could be Sean Livingston once again. You could be one of those players. So having three championships doesn't really mean anything. Personally, personally, it would mean something to the players, but in a sense of the the way the NBA is played and the shape of the game and 
being a superstar and being remembered, being a two-time MVP is a lot more valuable than being uh, than being a three-time champion. <laughs> so, the next one is, would you rather have Doc Rivers' voice or Dikembe Mutombo's voice? I would rather Dikembe Mutombo. I don't know. I think his voice is awesome. His voice is hilarious. There's this one commercial that comes on during every basketball game, and he only says, this is why we play, but just the way he says it makes me laugh every time. He's like, this is why we play. <laughs> That's a stupid question. Would you rather win the dunk contest or three-point contest? Dunk contest is a show of athleticism. Three-point is a show of marksmanship. I'd rather win the three-point contest. I'm short, though, so I shoot threes. I can't dunk, so I don't know how it feels. <laughs> so for me, I'd choose three-point contest, but it could really fall both ways. Would you rather be on the 2003 All-NBA First Team or 2018 All-NBA First Team? So looking at both these teams, the 2018 All-NBA First Team is Damian Lillard, Harden, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis. So you got four. I don't know why it's Lillard over Curry. I think Curry might have been injured last season a little with that knee injury. He had those knee sprains. But even so, like... Most times on this first team, you'd have Curry. So you have five Hall of Famers, five insane, insane talented players. But then looking at the 2003 All-NBA first team, you got players like Kobe, Kevin Garnett, you got Shaq, you have Tim Duncan. Like, you have some greats here, too. So I would rather be on the 2018 All-NBA first team because I think the game today is more popular. Don't know. The 2003 All-NBA first team is good, but I don't know. This is kind of a weird question. Would you rather have, as the owner of a team, I'm assuming, or as the GM, Clay Thompson or Jimmy Butler? I think Jimmy Butler's good, but the, his play style is sort of shadows being the number one guy on a championship team, but he doesn't have that skill level, and he doesn't have that durability. So Clay Thompson is a perfect role player, and as we've seen, he's the multiple-time champion, I would rather have Klay Thompson any day. Would you rather have Tracy McGrady or Allen Iverson? A lot of people are probably thinking Allen Iverson, and I know he was great, but prime Tracy McGrady, if we're talking no injuries, was a monster. He was an absolute beast. He was one of the best players ever in his time, in his moments. He was one of the best players ever. Kobe Bryant himself said, he was the hardest player to guard. so Because he could shoot threes, he could go off the dribble, he could dunk, he could score. He was Kobe Bryant in a nutshell. That's what he really was. He was he was Kobe, but with tons of injuries, unfortunately. So I'm taking Tracy McGrady any day. Would you rather have Giannis with Curry shooting or Harden with Kawhi's defense? So would you rather have Giannis but can shoot so a seven-footer that can shoot threes and also one of the best uh, inside scorers ever or Harden, one of the best isolation scorers ever with Kawhi's defense. So as a best, one of the best defenders in the NBA. Ooh, man, I know I'm definitely leaning towards Kawhi or Giannis with Curry shooting because Giannis with Curry shooting would mean that he is literally unstoppable and would average 35 to 40 points per game. Undeniably, he would average those points. Right now, he averages 30 with 
no shots outside of two-point range. If he was shooting with Curry shooting, he'd probably shoot like five threes a game. He'd probably hit two threes a game at least. Probably even more, maybe like three, four, four threes a game. He'd be averaging an extra 12 points. He'd average 40 points per game, for fuck's sake. Like, this guy's crazy. Damn. Imagine that. Holy shit. So, on a team with LeBron, would you rather have a bad offense with okay defense or a bad defense with okay offense? So, would you rather have bad offense or bad defense? Um, I think that if you have a bad offense around him, then you're screwed. I think that if you have bad defense, that's okay in today's game. But if you have a bad offense around him, he's going to have to carry the load. But he needs shooters. He needs scorers. That's what he needs on him, with him. And having bad offense will not translate very well. So I'd rather LeBron have a good offense around him, like a Kyrie or something of that nature. Would you rather get dunked on by Muggsy Bogues or crossed by Shaq? I think I'd rather get crossed by Shaq because dunked on by Muggsy Bogues would be embarrassing as hell. I think that there's nothing worse than getting dunked on. Being crossed happens, but getting dunked on would be horrible, especially by someone who's like five foot two. So the next question, this will be probably... I'll do two more. Wait, let me see if there's any more interesting ones. Um, okay, let's make this the last one. So would you rather have DeMar DeRozan... Or Clay Thompson. So let's list pros and cons of each. Clay Thompson is a better defender, a better three point shooter. DeRozan is a better off the dribble scorer and a better mid range shooter. So, given that one player is an elite 3 and D player and one player is an isolation scorer, I think you could take either. It's a toss up. It depends what your team needs. If you need a ball handler and scorer, you're taking DeRozan. But if you need a spot-up shooter, and good defender on a team's best guard. You're definitely taking Klay Thompson. So it really depends on the needs of a team. The Raptors right now, the currently constructed Raptors, would definitely rather have Klay Thompson for his shooting. No doubt about it. But if you take a team like... I can't really think of a team right now, but a team without a primary ball handler, you'd rather have DeRozan. Definitely. But if you take the Spurs without DeRozan, you'd rather have DeRozan. That's a good example. Alright, so that is it for that segment. Um, I don't know if you guys just heard that, but my cat, like, just ran and, like, scratched the door or something. scared the shit out of me. So, for our last topic of the day, we're going to talk Raptors. And today we're going to talk about the Raptors currently. They're playing the Magic today, so the their record could change. They are 4-0 since they got Marc Gasol. However, Marc Gasol is only averaging 8.5 points per game. 6.5 rebounds per game, 2.5 assists per game, in under 20 minutes. So he's not playing a lot. He hasn't started. And the big question with this is, will Gasol start at any point in the season over uh, Serge Ibaka? And will he start going into the playoffs? Or will Nick Nurse do the spread that he usually does where it depends on the starting center that they're playing? And... As it looks right now, he's not getting a lot of minutes. I think they're just integrating him into the lineup. So as a Raptors fan, I wouldn't be too concerned with this, considering they are 4-0 since they got him. I think that he's going to be a bench player come playoff time. And I've had a lot of time to think about this, and I've changed my mind. I've flip-flopped up and down. 
And I've decided this because he's a he's a passer. He's a passing big man. You already have Lowry running the offense as your starter. I would rather have Marcus All on the bench playing maybe a worse center in the playoffs and him being the focal point of the offense and getting his. Because even in 20 minutes, he still has pretty good points. If you were to stretch that to 36 minutes, he'd be averaging almost 15 points, 10, 15 and 10 with 5 assists. So he'd be playing really, really well if you were to stretch his minutes to thirty like per 36. So in the minutes he's playing, he's definitely optimized himself. And I think that the numbers are do not give him enough credit for what he really does, especially defensively, because he's a defensive anchor for that team in the center that I think we really needed. JV doesn't really provide that. And Marcus All just has that length that makes him a much better a much better defender. And I think that going into the playoffs, Marcus All should be a bench player because he should be running the offense. You should have some shooters around him, you should have some cutters. Like you should have Pat McCall with him, some fast players running with him, and then he should be the focal point of the offense. And I think that that will make our team more lethal because you'll have almost two death lineups in a row. So at all points in the game, the Raptors are really dangerous, and that's what they need. They need to penalize teams like Golden State and teams like that, like Philly. They need to penalize teams that are not deep by having a really good bench coming into the playoffs, especially a, a good eight-man rotation because... That is really, really important, and I think that we have that now, especially with the addition of Jeremy Lin. You got Fred Van Vliet, you got Danny Green, you got Lowry, you got four good guards, and then you don't even get me started on the rest. Our team is awesome. I love it. So I think that's everything for today. Just a little Raptors talk at the end there. Uh, if you like the podcast, please subscribe and favorite it. Also, follow me on at Raptors underscore community, and if you want to be on the podcast, just let me know. Just message me. I answer all my DMs. Just DM me, and I will answer you. And I can throw you on the podcast, and we have a good discussion about some topics I come up with. And I'll give you some time to read them and sort of come up with some kind of like uh, a raw script. I usually don't script this. I kind of just talk through it. I usually just have topics and just really talk through whatever I'm thinking. So, yeah, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. God bless you. Have an awesome Sunday. Go Raptors.